Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. General is the population that's available to them, which in the case of a university, that's more than likely going to be undergrad students, specifically male undergrad students. So most studies or a vast majority of them, unless it's specifically looking at like maybe dementia patients or something like that, it's probably not going to be that, you know, that age group. But if you're looking at healthy adult males, the age group they're generally referring to is, you know, probably 18 to 22. You're talking about young, young men, hardly even that probably, probably still consider them kids these days. And the, the thing to keep in mind there is they are very different than even someone in their late 20s or early 30s in terms of just the amount of hormones they have, their muscle building potential, their ability to adapt to changes. So that is definitely something to bear in mind because that definitely does impact the validity of studies as it relates to you know yourself if you're a woman or even if you're an older male. It's just... You don't have the same body as you do when you're 18 to 22. It's not as resilient. It's not as adept to recovery. So, for instance, if you're doing a study saying, oh, HIIT training is the best type of training, you know, it might be good for them, but they might be better at recovering than you. If you can't recover at the end of the day, at some point you'll hit a tipping point where, you know, really the workload is too much and you can't continue and it becomes bad for you rather than good. Pushing your body is good, but if you don't recover enough at a certain point, it does become bad. So that is stuff to look in my, stuff to keep in mind when you're reading through studies or seeing a product reference studies about how good it is. Uh, and, you know, this is talking about fitness programming in particular. I mean, there really is no best program. If someone's saying, selling you a program, saying this is the best program for you, and they're citing studies about oh, how this exercise is the best. I mean, really, it's, it is completely dependent on you. I, I'll always say that squats, deadlifts, overhead presses, bench presses, rows are, are some of the best exercises if you can do them. But if you can't do them for whatever reason, if, you, if I'm telling you back squatting is the best and you go and throw 400 pounds on the bar right away, you know, that's not good for you. So what's best for, for someone is not best for everyone. So that's stuff to keep in mind. Make sure you're doing what's right for you and and really understand that the studies are they're using are often meant to sell you stuff, like whether it's personal training or a supplement. I mean, really, there, there's, there's a lot of deception out there when it comes to it. And really, like I'll always say, what what works best is what you can do. It doesn't matter necessarily what the studies say. As long as you're seeing results, what's best for you is what you may be doing. If the studies all out are all out saying a five-day-a-week, two-hour gym workout will, no matter what, make you lose weight, yeah, that might be true, but can you do that? Are you committing to 10 hours a week in the gym? That Most people can't, but if I said a three-day-a-week would be beneficial to you. I mean, there might not be as many studies to back that up, but 
if you're more likely to do it, if you're able to maintain consistency throughout, you know, the foreseeable future, ideally your life, assuming things don't change too, too much, or depending on what your age is, that's going to be much better than any program that you were sold uh, that's using the newest gimmick to sell the fitness material. That's just stuff to keep in mind is really the way studies are done. And unless they're replicated too, that's another thing to keep in mind. If these aren't replicated, if it's just done once, I mean, that that's another thing that needs to be thought about as well. Most of these studies are done once on a small group of people and a certain item is picked from the data that will showcase their point effectively. So that's stuff to keep in mind with data, and especially when it comes to marketing with health and fitness. There's there's a lot of hype around stuff, but really the the simplest stuff generally is what works. There are certainly good supplements, like creatine is very well researched. Caffeine's a great energy booster, as most people know who are addicted to coffee. But that doesn't mean it it's a weight loss supplement. Like if you're drinking those weight loss teas or whatever the case is they really are just full of caffeine so if you have enough energy to go and burn calories then great but if you're just drinking those and sitting on your ass eating cheetos that's it's not going to do anything i hate to break it to you so really at the end of the day keep it simple do what works for you make sure you recover just don't overcomplicate things if if you're in the top of your game if you're a bodybuilding competitor first of all what the hell are you doing listening to me i you know you got better things to do but that advice might be good for them there may be little one percent fraction of a percent changes they can make that they'll be able to see but if you're not at two if you're not at five percent body fat a lot of the stuff that you know that's being marketed to you may not be the best so for now while you're starting your journey just find stuff that's consistent for you there's a lot of information out there and just maintaining something you enjoy doing will help you in the long run i mean there have been so many times where i just get derailed because i'll see a new study talking about oh if you do four rounds of this type of exercise then you'll lose all this weight i would do it and i would hate it and you know it'd be great but then i'd be sore and then i wouldn't want to do it the next day and at the end of the day that's not what's best for me you know maybe if i was able to do that consistently for my entire life i could see results but that's not what i enjoy doing so Find what you enjoy doing if, you know, there's lots of studies to back up lots of things. So really, you can probably find something to justify what you like doing. But my point being here is find something you enjoy that's active, that makes you consistent. Resistance training is personally, in my opinion, great for losing weight and for most people, uh, given the current lifestyle that they live. And I'll, I'll talk about that ad nauseum throughout other episodes. But for now, that's all I have for today. Keep it simple, do what you enjoy doing, and just really don't get, don't buy into all the hype. There is good stuff out there, but if it's being sold, like it's the next big thing, it, it's not. There really, there really isn't that on the, for, there's nothing on the forefront that's like that right now. So, until next time, I'm John McNeil, hope you enjoy your day.